Pod leader. Go and see it. Pod, pod, leader. We were all rooting for you. Yeah, this is Pod leader. Hey, welcome to Pod leader. That's Top Model Podcast backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and the only acting I do is my personality. <laughs> I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and mmm, that soup is good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm J.W. Crumpet. Oishi. <laughs> or is that they sometimes pronounce it Oishi? Oishi. Oishi. <laughs> and before we get into uh, Cycle 3, Episode 9, The Girls Meet Tay Diggs, we have some top model news. Coming across our top model desk. I'm your current top model correspondent. I was live in the field. <laughs> <laughs> you really were, though. You really were. Uh, picture this. I'm at my day job. It's a Tuesday. I'm behind the bar. A beautiful woman walks in and sits at the end of my bar. And I go up to her and I take her drink order. And then I'm like, I'm sorry if this is awkward, but you look exactly like a contestant from Cycle 1 of America's Next Top Model. She's like, it's me. <laughs> Ebony from Cycle 1 came into my bar, sat at the end of it, and was so beautiful, first of all. She's stunning. She looks exactly the same, if not better. That doesn't surprise me. No. Like, skin is flawless, body is flawless, smile is flawless. She was so nice the whole time, like, so sweet to talk to me about it. She talked to a bunch of other people at the bar about other stuff. See, Tyra, she's not angry Very outgoing, very nice to everybody. Um, She has, like, future plans in the works, which sound very exciting. And she like let me take a picture with her. She was she was so nice. Which Hannah immediately sent to the table. I did. Oh, of I was like, and I told her I was like, can I take a picture with you because I host this podcast and I have to send a picture to my co-hosts because they're gonna lose their minds. <laughs> and we did. We fully yeah. collectively did. Ebony is proof of eternal you. Uh, I was I was about to say apparently that oil slash grease routine really worked <laughs> really out for her because she's... yes, she looks amazing. Yeah. Also, it's been like seventeen years since Cycle oh, One. Oh my god, and she looks. The, so good. It literally looks like a picture of her from the show. It's as crazy. If it's back in time. Yeah. Oh my god. And she looked stylish. She looked uh, so good. And she was so so nice. So Ebony, if you are listening to this, thank you so much for being nice to me. And we love you. We do love you. And we still think that your uh, elimination was rotten. So it was rotten. Oh yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. But back to episode nine. Hey guys, Anne wants Narelle's shoulders because she has what? No shoulders. <laughs> this episode starts <laughs> off. With every woman, except for Yaya, really, but almost every other woman, especially Anne, Nicole, and Narelle, doing, you know, that fun, healthy thing mm-hmm. where models, the, like the best women in terms of beauty that we know, yep. still hating their own bodies yep. and talking about what's wrong with them and what they like on other people because they don't have it themselves. This was so bizarre. Oh, so rough. Sort of. I mean, I do think that we've established that this is who Narelle is. Because she had that stomach thing. Mm-hmm. and Norelle is just someone who... I, I don't even think she's taking it super seriously. I think she's just one of those people that is wildly comfortable pointing out things she doesn't like about herself. Oh, for sure. Well, also, we Norelle has no filter. Norelle will tell anyone well, anything. You don't, you don't develop a filter until at least nine years old. <laughs> and we know she's not. Plus, she broke out of her shell. As previous episodes <laughs> oh, told us, God. she broke out of her shell so many times that there is no shell left. Unlike Nicole, who the judges... Do not see personality in, which is shocking to all of the women that she lives with, clearly, because she's an imp. Yeah. Specifically, Anne is the one who's like, I can't believe they give you that 
critique Nicole because around us you're so fun, bizarre and mm. fun and weird. Well, then Nicole said something that made me really sad when she was talking about her personality because she said, I don't want to lay it all on the table and let people pick away at it, <sighs> which is just like, ugh. But also, that Ooh. is what this show does. It is. Yeah. Nicole watched The Tale of Takara yep. and is like, no, no, nope. no, not, not for me. this redhead, not, me. not for this bisexual. <laughs> and my question through this whole thing was, how the fuck has Anne only been in the bottom two twice? It seems like it's been so many times. It seems like it's been every episode. Yeah. But no. I think sometimes I just thought she was Cassie, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> or Christy. Yeah. You know what? But yeah, it's one of those things where I will say... For this, until up until her last episode, Anne seems very self-aware about, like, I am not doing well. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why I'm here. I feel like I should have been eliminated. It's it's like she is watching along with us and doesn't see the potential. Or even if she does, she's like, is it enough potential? Because I feel like I'm not nailing any of this. I feel, though, if Anne truly was watching alongside of us in a self-aware kind of way, her modeling would get better. True. That's like, I don't know why she can't look at Well, and at all pictures. the critiques stay the same. It's not like she only makes small improvements. She doesn't improve at all. At all. Mostly. Nope. It's the same face. Yeah. They keep she going. gets the same critiques from Mr. J on set over and over again. Yeah. Ugh. So they get the tire mail and uh, Norell thinks that the girls are going to die. <laughs> well, because literally the tire <laughs> mail just says, prepare to die. 9.15 a.m. <laughs> and Norell's like, well, I guess this is it. I've had a good three years. She's like, this is what we have to do to be top models. I guess I'll die. <laughs> this is what's funny about this Tyra Mel, too, is usually they are they overanalyze them and all this stuff, or the opposite, and it's very obvious what it is. Mm-hmm. This is one that if they showed this to me, I'd be like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Yeah. It didn't... What this ends up being is nonsense. Nonsense. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> but we go, and we meet Sandy Shuren. Sandy Shuren. Who's... Uh, an acting coach. Well, she says, this is really funny to me in light of like your deathbed. She goes, I've worked with a lot of, a lot of models that have crossed over into oh. acting. <laughs> I also remember thinking like crossover is not the word you needed to use there. Um, I figured I, it was intentional. Can we talk about the fact that every acting coach we've seen so far, it looks like the same, same woman. woman. It's the same white it's Jewish the same, like, upper East side woman. Spends... <laughs> so many hours in a tanning bed. <laughs> yeah, a little oh hunched over. The hair's always just Stringy. light brown disarray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is that just what acting coaches are? I I guess. I really like Tyra's acting. I actually coaches. really liked Sandy Sheeran though. She's I feel like the best of the of the ones we've seen. I think so far too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was polite, nice, generally positive, and she also ended up giving them a task that, while silly. Was something you would actually maybe do in acting. Yeah, it was not unhelpful. Because it was like a soap opera scene, which a model might actually at some point have a small role yeah. in a soap. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. What was very strange to me is we learned that Nicole is a method actor. Well, and she <laughs> played Lady Macbeth in high school, so. <laughs> which you said, I played Lady Macbeth in high school, so I, I just remember. So I got this. <laughs> I just remember being like, mm, what do you think's going to translate there? <laughs> there's, there's. Death and Macbeth. Yeah. And then they do this. Oh. Are we doing the exercise? Yes. yes. They do this exercise, which was literally taken out of Chorus Line. Accessing the emotional body. <laughs> but don't worry if some of these terms seem a little airy-fairy to Just you. Just go with it. <laughs> I love that she was basically like, uh, look, I know this is stupid. It sounds like garbage. really wanted some of you bitches to cry. <laughs> like, that's what this was. Well, she does this thing where she tells them all to, like, close their eyes and put their um, one hand on their heart and one hand on their solar plexus. 
And then just to say the first images that come to mind. And of course, Nicole's is too dirty to say. She's out like loud. nothing. <laughs> She's like, what was I going to say? That I saw all the girls like writhing on top of just me. Just tits. So, I so just saw naked breasts. So instead she was just like, oh, I'm just drawing a blank. And Sandy's like, you drawing a blank? Yeah. <laughs> which, which I just, again, Nicole cannot improvise. No. Nope. She can Terrible plan. She can prank. Thank God this wasn't the wild note acting. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> that would have been painful. Guys, Amanda sees roses and rain. Roses and rain. And then, of course, travel. So she cries. <laughs> Amanda's the only one. And Amanda's generally a crier. Mm. But Amanda's the only one that this exercise seems to impact. At all. At all. Yeah, because it's a stupid exercise. Narelle fully... It's a room full of Camilles. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's like the opposite of that Camille acting challenge. Like, everyone else is Camille, and Amanda's the one person who's crying. Narelle doesn't seem like she understands conceptually what acting is. No. Like, she... For the rest of her time on the show, Narelle is experiencing literally everything that happens to her for the first time. To the point that it's surprising when she gets in an elevator correctly. And she's not like, (laughs) what is this magic? Well, we don't see it. We don't see it. Yeah. (laughs) Could have happened. Mm. Tay Diggs comes out, who's going to be their co-star in their scene. And everyone loses Loses their their fucking minds. Everyone loses their mind. Eva loses her whole body. (laughs) She, she's a huge UPN fan. Yeah. Well, and didn't what was the show? Kevin Hill? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't. I, don't. I think it was pre-private practice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, for no, sure. Wait, fully for was. Sure. This was when Tay Diggs was a big thing, but not this... Um, Still married to Idina Menzel. Yeah. This wasn't like him as a super, super star. So he was big and we knew who he was, but... And he is fine. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Fine. And also, he may be my favorite guest. Ke- Kevin Hill. He may be my favorite guest on the acting challenge of all time because he thinks it's so dumb and all of his reactions to everything are so Oh my god. Funny. Sometimes like, he's know, outwardly laughing at them. I yeah. don't know what he owed Tyra to like have he's actually also, showed up. He's on the also show. improvising. I am almost certain. <laughs> oh no, no, he's fully improvising. Like his lines don't matter at because all. their lines are crazy. <laughs> With Well, and he says that at one point too. He's like basically it's this hospital deathbed scene where the char- the character the girls are playing is a doctor, so knows all of this medical jargon, and also then starts reminiscing about a trip to Paris, so uh-huh. has to say several French words. When they had to say, I'm a doctor, so I know. And I was like, <laughs> what? This is full based on Camille. I'm a sculptor. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> I-, I am... I feel like we're not setting the scene in the proper way. <laughs> okay, okay. Because there's a full... Hospital. Hospital bed with some other props and stuff. But is there a costume for them? Nope. nope. No, no, no. Also, some of them are in shoes still. Yep. They literally <laughs> just hop in this hospital bed. No someone blanket. The covers. Just, no. Yeah. At one point, someone does get covered with a blanket. Okay, fine. But in general, <laughs> they do not. Because Nicole stays fully on top of it yeah. in her shoes. Yeah. But I loved when... They, and they're also given these like crazy words to say. Mm-hmm. And my favorite... Like, I'm not going to say that, is Eva when she goes, and I have this with all these illnesses. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great hack. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it was yeah. so smart. There was one mm-hmm. time I think someone else just said, and they were going to the park. park. That was The Champs Elysees. And of course, Yaya can pronounce every French word perfect. Oh, my God. Tay Diggs did give props to Eva for just like blowing through. He was like, you blew through some lines and you made it work. And then he at one point says, 
you died in your favorite shoes. <laughs> right before Amanda dies for a second time. Well, okay, so Amanda clearly should have won this challenge because everything about Amanda's turn at the scene is perfect. First of all, she fans herself for no reason. And then Tay Diggs also starts fanning her. Also, she's blind. She can't see the cue cards. Yeah. Oh, so she also has like, to wear her glasses for the whole thing. And then he he goes all in on fanning her. He clearly thinks that this is hilarious. And then, yeah, Amanda <laughs> dies. And then he, like, starts walking away. And she, like, gets up. <laughs> and then he's like, that was a cruel trick you played on me. And she was like, it's okay. And then dies, dies again. again. <laughs> and he's, he's like, that's a cruel trick, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Laura. Which I will be now putting into my daily life. That's a cruel, cruel trick, trickle. Julia. <laughs> it was so good. And really, the only notable thing about the critique from Sandy is that she forgets Nicole is there. Heavy foreshadowing. I have suspicions. Oh, I have also suspicions about this. Not about this one. About, about the, next the later one. one. Yes, thank I you. I have the same suspicions. We'll cool. get to it. We'll no, get to I think it. this was real. I yes, think yes. I think this was because it felt so natural and it was also like super awkward. So they're all sitting in the the theater, Tay Diggs, Sandy are talking to him, giving critiques. A lot of it's very general, like yeah. Alex mentioned. And then they just don't give Nicole, and then are about to say the I think winner. Norrell says like, oh, but you didn't say Nicole. <laughs> yeah, and then Nicole's face is... She's like, well, that's not good. Yeah. No, she. it's the writing on the wall moment for Nicole, and I think she also knows it. Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, yeah, I remember you were very sweet sensitive yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway you didn't win this so let's... <laughs> but who wins yeah yeah and they Again. show her clip which is so funny oh my god <laughs> and i was literally writing yaya wins dot 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 again as eva literally starts saying it as mm-hmm. i'm writing it i actually thought eva did the best in this i challenge. also thought eva did the best that she is... brought the most personality i guess if you're like judging it on who said the words the best you're gonna get yeah yeah Here's the thing. I, I don't mind Yaya winning this one. I wish she hadn't won that weird interview challenge that we didn't yeah. think she deserved. Yeah. Also, because, clearly should have been an Eva win. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what I mean. That one should have been Eva's. That way, when this one happened, we'd be like, okay. And this time, because Yaya has just picked every friend she can pick at this point, <laughs> except for Anne, because fuck Anne. Did yeah. she ever pick Eva for anything? I don't think she I don't picked. think she did. No, she I hates think Eva. Eva or Anne for she anything. hates Eva. Yeah. Eva and Anne are... Not her friends. Yeah. But she's already picked Narelle. She's already picked Nicole. So the next one to pick is Amanda. Yeah. And Which she literally says. Yeah. She just <laughs> says that. She's like, spread the love. This is a great prize, though. This is yeah. the kind of prize that is practical. Sitting in first class. Well, so we don't find out right away because sexy nurse Tyra oh my God, this needs to come out and read a poem about what's about to happen. Is it a poem or is it a rap? Because we know that she loves to announce the trip in a rap. True. Yeah. And she... Uses it mostly as an excuse to touch Tay Diggs. Yes, yep. in the creepiest way. And he puts his head fully in her bosom. <laughs> well, it's their natural height difference. Mostly. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So she announces that they're going to Tokyo. And all of the girls freak out. Yep. All, especially Eva. Eva is immediately like, that's a fashion capital. Totally freaks out. Also, Eva just loves a freak out. Yes, she does. Oh, we know. God. We know. If they Eva loves reacting to things. If so. they had literally announced Nebraska, <laughs> like <laughs> Eva would have still like lost her mind. She also like really hugs on Nicole, which was really cute. Yes. Yeah. Um. And again, Yaya picks Amanda. They get to go, and they don't call it first class. Mm, they call it luxury. luxury class. Luxury. Travel. Mm, what a mood luxury class is. <laughs> and the rest weird. have to do that whole thirteen hours in economy. Coach. 
like and trash people. <laughs> yeah, and my first question was, how's Anne going to do on this plane? I had completely forgotten that narrative to such a degree <laughs> that if they hadn't brought it up again, which they barely needed to, um, I would have forgotten that that was a whole thing. The only girl who's sort of worried about going abroad is Narelle, because she doesn't know if she should call them Japanese people. Or Tokians. Or Tokians. <laughs> I... Which came from a sweet place yeah. of wanting to know what was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Narelle seems like maybe she's never read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something more specific, but just in general. Also, during this entire period, especially Yaya and Narelle are getting interviewed in extremely casual clothing at uh-huh. weird, unlit angles. As if they didn't have time with the packing and stuff for it's the production weird. crew to get them a real interview. Yeah, maybe they didn't. So there's a lot of times where they're just like having real casual interviews with people, which is funny. So they go back to pack. Yep. And, and then, then they are, you know, it would have been so annoying to be in the airport with those girls. Oh They're just God. like yelling and singing. And I'm like, you see all the people like traveling behind them. And I was like, oh, Jesus. This is also <laughs> the roomiest coach section ever. And mm-hmm. I guess we're looking back at it. True. That's true. Um, <laughs> I, was very, I was very taken by that You know what we like didn't it. get? I have some thoughts about luxury oh. class. You know what we didn't get? Bobbleheads. We didn't get a bobblehead. Oh. No bobbleheads. I no. literally rewound it. I was like, where are my bobbleheads? No heads? Japanese music. Well, that comes later. Oh, well, the, <laughs> get ready for the gongs, America. Oh, my <laughs> and Well, I wrote, no Japanese uh. music. Never mind. Here comes the music. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what luxury class on this airline has. Three things. It has. Champagne. Alex, I have to do a three-thing list. <laughs> sure, it has champagne. That's what's normal. It no, has you need a two seats list. that go up and down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. round and round. <laughs> the world's biggest parfait. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That Amanda does not really and touch. And a glass bowl. And a magazine <laughs> called, with an article called Banking on Tyra. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> What a coincidence. <laughs> In luxury class. And you know some production person told Yaya to leaf through that so that we could get a shot of that. That parfait, though, yeah. is the biggest thing I've ever seen. It looked good. It looked yeah. look round. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate you both. I didn't get bobbleheads. Let me have good and round. <laughs> also, why didn't we get bobbleheads? I feel like it literally happens every other cycle. Well, there are some weird, like, rush things in this yeah. cycle generally. Just because like the ghosty challenge were... over the phone. and That's true. Yeah. Some weird production They didn't know issues. what was going to become iconic, I guess. <laughs> so they get to... Also, Anne's fine, by the way. She She's fell fine. asleep. Yeah. She was like, her, got... her parents are going to be really proud of her because she fell asleep. For 13 hours. What I also love is that... Now cut- she's good at two things, sports and sleep. Why are they... Why are the, all the women in coach, like, scarfed up to just, like, everything? I don't know. Is it just Scared of germs? Cold? It was very weird. I've been in an airplane before when it's cold. Yeah. But also, they talk about it's such a long flight that they have to change clothes. And I'm like, who changes clothes? Oh, you know why they couldn't do the Japanese music? They why? had to do the fancy music. Do, 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 oh. do, oh. do. <laughs> For the luxury class. Do, 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 do. Again, though, this is the best prize because that's a prize that lasts you 13 hours. Yeah, for sure. So they get to the airport and they meet their translator. Oh, Kiko. What was her last name? Kiko something. I didn't write her name down. Anyway, it's Kiko. She's amazing. She is amazing. Kiko is amazing. I think it's uh, Niwa, like in. I-W-A, but Kiko mm-hmm. is her name. We get to see a lot of Kiko over so the much Kiko. She has a lot episodes. of responsibility in Japan. She comes across at first like her their taxi driver, but she's yeah. also just their tour guide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gets on, and she's not only a tour guide, but she's also just prompting them with questions about 
their lives and modeling to get them talking. It's like she's a producer. Yeah. You know what? She fully might have been a producer. Yeah, she might have been their like Japanese Japan. producer. Yeah. Sure. Honestly. And they were just like, we'll just call you. Translator. Tour guide, translator, etc. She points out a lot of things. And the main thing is, is that this is like New York, but more. <laughs> it's more crowded, more buildings. New York looks like nothing. New York looks like a podunk town yeah. compared to Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is kind of true. Yeah. yeah. So she, they go to a Shinto temple. Where they meet Tyra. Like you do right when you get to Japan. <laughs> and do you want to wear that top, Tyra? I thought this was funny to me because it was. I was like, is this your version of modesty apparel? It was not modest not at, at all. all. It's a saggy, like, willow-designed, full-body condom looking like Liam Neeson in Batman Begins. I thought she looked like sexy Jedi. Because <laughs> it's all tan. Yeah, it's a full tan spandex gown with a hood yeah full body condom and an extremely visible bra and i wondered is she not wearing hair is that why her head is because it was so weird that she had this hood up because none of the girls had to cover their heads in the temple no. right because that's what i thought it was going to be at first no that's this just seemed like she was trying to be modest but also japanese fashion and whatever it was weird and then they have a sequence that's edited so bizarrely oh when <laughs> going into the temple and i know what they did so they do this ceremony, which is like a cleansing ceremony, yeah. and it's mostly them getting some water, paying respects to the temple. I think a flower was involved. Something. They wash their face. Yeah. And then Tyra goes, and at the end of it, we do this, and it's clapping and saying a word. Mm -hmm. But she clearly did that while she was just talking to them, had them do the ceremony, and then they left. Because it's edited. Yeah. But it's edited in the order they wanted the ceremony to be. But they didn't do the ceremony no. in that order. No. They did not. Because the girls are clearly so confused and they're not wet. No. It's so bizarre that they were like, we have to pay respects. We have to do this in the exact right order. And then they don't actually do it in <laughs> the right order. Now edit it to high yeah. heaven. <laughs> so then they, they're heading into where they're going to stay. This is where we learn that Eva is excited to grow as a person, mm -hmm. and Narelle is very excited about the presence of Hello Kitty. <laughs> and Yaya is <laughs> not doesn't excited. want to grow as a person at all. No, no. <laughs> just wants Hello Kitty. <laughs> well, that comes right, the, her loving Hello Kitty comes right after Yaya says, this is definitely the touristy area. <laughs> it does. <Ugh>. And then <laughs> Narelle's like, Hello Kitty! Also, you're a tourist right now, Yaya. Enjoy the Hello Kitty! Also, Hello Kitty's huge in Japan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. just like a touristy thing. Nope. Yeah. So then they go to a capsule hotel, which Amanda describes as a hotel of capsules. <laughs> a capsule hotel is a hotel of capsules. It looks exactly like the sleeping pods in the spaceship in Fifth Element when they travel to the resort planet. Like, that's exactly mm -hmm. what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Also, they're all peach. <laughs> they, yeah. they're, a, they're a pink color that makes them look very medical. It's weird. Amanda also describes them at some point as coffins. Coffins. Which, I mean, they are. <laughs> With a communal bathroom. Mm -hmm. and, and tiny little lockers to keep their things and in. And none of them can believe this is where they're staying. No. Eva is running up and down the halls, and she's like, our luggage is here! <laughs> Where This is real! <laughs> they all thought it was a joke. They and all thought it was going to be a joke. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> and it ends up sort of being one. Sort right. of. It's very strange. It's but, like they got there a day early. Yeah, maybe they didn't actually have accommodations ready for them. And Kiko is just like, this is it. Enjoy. Bye. Here's a letter. <laughs> yep. I'm also delivered. Kiko also delivers three tire mails in her time on the show. I, Kiko must have been a producer. She, she must have been. been. She must have That's been the only producer. thing that makes sense. 
so they get their challenge, which is a Campbell soup. Yeah, they commercial. go right from they go right from the capsule hotel to the location because, as Jay says, top models fly and have to go straight to work. <laughs> they must actually be very tired. Yeah. Oh, they oh must my be god! Exhausted. Yes. I never even put the timeline together until we started discussing it, but. Unless they just really, really slept on that plane. And even if you slept on the plane, it's not like the best sleep. No. And the director is Zenk Yoshi, who doesn't speak English. So we meet a second translator who we never get her name. We never get her name. Also, she's not I a translator. love Nicole's read of her that she was like, <laughs> and then the and then the the woman's like, yeah, I speak English. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which also- is very true because she says things and I'm like... We get subtitles as an audience, mm-hmm. yeah. But without those, I'm like, I still kind of don't know what you're saying. It's also my favorite part about this is that the director will speak in Japanese, and all of the girls like put their listening faces uh-huh. on really hard, and they nod so much the entire time he's talking. They're just like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's... and then they just slightly turn creak to get that. <laughs> To get that broken English version of what he says. <laughs> and she's like having to translate on the fly. Well, Also because we learned she's holding the cue cards for them. Yeah. So is she the cue card person or the translator? I think this is another Kiko situation where <laughs> she just worked Kiko on this. Yeah. Where she. Kiko said. I love that. When she. This person was just working on the shoot. And then they're like. Oh, we You're need someone to speak promoted. English. <laughs> and she was like. I. I speak English some. Enough. And they were like, good, good enough. enough. Well, this is also has to be, and we'll see it in the product later, this has to be the most low-rent commercial in oh, top model history. Oh, my God. To have a real brand behind it yeah, is weird. So, that, yeah, they're doing this cold read for Campbell Selects. They have to read in Japanese, and then there's a little bit of English at the end. So they have the Japanese hyphenetically written out. Yeah. Um, phonetically, phonetically written out. Sorry, written hyphenetically, out. phonetically written they out. They had hyphens, to be fair. <laughs> it did have some hyphens. But they just put the girls in kimonos with a bunch of magenta eye makeup, makeup on, sit them on a stone bench in front of like water. a background of trees, or stone, yeah, or stone you bridge. You barely even see the water, though. No. Yeah, they you just see trees. Also, it goes so long, Amanda is in full nighttime full when she darkness. has to do it. Yeah, which does not play well for the commercial. And then they just sit there and speak about soup. Soup. In Japanese. It's bad. It's so everyone's bad. It's so Every, low rent. Eva it's literally, so weird. Eva literally says Suzuki Washitashi, and she like reads herself for it too. She's like, "What the fuck am I saying? I don't know what I'm saying. I know that I'm doing terribly." <laughs> and then they only got thirty minutes to review it before they have to do it on cue cards, which is so little time. And Jay, when he's walking up, I think it was Nicole was telling her, like, you know, this is. You know, sometimes this is what happens. You come and you have to read Japanese. And I remember <laughs> thinking, are you making a joke right now? And the editors don't realize it. So you're, they're trying to like edit it in. Uh-huh. Because it seems like he's like messing with Nicole. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so clearly not what would happen. No. Well, Jay is also really over the season. At season yeah. The cycle at this point. Yeah. He's he just is. pissed about everything constantly. Uh, yeah. I think he's pissed about who's the people who yeah people who've got to stay and who Mm -hmm. had to leave he only gets better in the finale and i truly think that's just because Anne is not present yeah yeah i think he actually can't stand Anne in a way that's removing his energy yeah Uh he's just dragged down (laughs) also when they're doing this commercial we find out that norell discovers her own inability to repeat things oh my god because she's like i'm reading it and i'm saying what's on there but what's coming out of my mouth isn't isn't what's there (laughs) 
oh no, you've discovered what we've all figured we've out. We've all figured out. You can't read, Norelle. <laughs> Not read. She can't repeat. <laughs> Yo, yeah, she can fully read. I, I think, too... I wonder if she had that moment where she's like, were all my interviews wrong? Have I ever described a Tyra Mel correctly? <laughs> oh, no. This is also when we get the seeds of the drama that's going to come to define right. all of this Japanese trip, unfortunately. Oh I Okay. We were talking about it right before we started recording. I forgot that this was a plot line because it comes straight up out of nowhere, but a lack of sleep, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And insecurity. And, and Anne's own personal and, and which is when just, I'm most insecure, Hannah. It's when I'm <laughs> sleepy. It's when I'm sleepy. No. It's just Anne also, I don't know. Because because Eva, yes. Does Eva say, I hope Norelle eats it? I don't think she does. I think Anne. She eventually does, but it's way later. Way later. And it seemed That's like a joke part. at that point. Yes, it does seem like because a joke. It seems... So this is what happens. Eva comes back from her uh, commercial and she's like, I did terribly. And she had. I could go, and she knew. She's yeah. like, I could go home for this. My only hope is that I did terribly and I take good pictures. So hopefully somebody who takes bad pictures also does really badly. And then Anne is immediately like, so what, me or Narelle? Right. And he was just like, no, not you. And she's and like, she's, oh, then oh, so Narelle. <laughs> and Narelle's just like, guys, I'm literally, I have to go on. Because <laughs> right it's now. also, right. Be- it's right after Anne came back. And Anne did well. Mm-hmm. So I think there's this weird thing of like, <laughs> I've done well, and Eva blew it. It is, it definitely is, and she tur- she blows it's it really up into ugly. this whole thing where she's like, I don't know who Eva is anymore. And at one point, Eva does say, "I hope Norelle bites it." It is clear to me that she's joking. I also think yeah. she's joking, and also they keep defining the fact that while Anne and Eva are these two best friends, that the quote pink positive girls mm-hmm. is a group of friends are three people and. Norelle is like hoping the three of them at the top three and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I think this is also just confusing for Norelle, who kind of likes everyone and every experience. Yeah, to be like, guys, why are we point. fighting at all? Mm-hmm. Norelle, <laughs> These are just my friends. What's going on? Norelle didn't come there to make friends, but she made friends. She did. Yeah. And I actually think, yeah, we can talk about it once we get there. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 come on. No, I was just going to say, like, I think Anda's probably the best, but Nicole does fine. Like, of all of them, they don't have enough to show that she's bad. No, I think Amanda is so weirdly oh confident after her, like, in-the-dark soup commercial. What? Where she's just, like, strutting back to the other girls and, like, dancing and, like, singing on set. Singing weird songs after well, her dance. We takes. know that Amanda loves the song. I know, but the... The Japanese people who are filming this commercial don't know that. Oh, she comes across so weird. And again, I want to be like, lack of sleep, you had to go last. I bet Amanda was bonkers. Loopy, yeah, full looped. And then Yaya, after this whole thing, goes on this, what I like to say, I need to speak to your manager. Because, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, Yaya is constantly asking to speak to to managers. Because she's like, if I'm eliminated, I'm going to have something to say. And I was like, yeah. Duh. Everyone's going to be pissed that they're eliminated. Yeah, yeah. It's just like when Jennifer earlier said, I either could stay or I could go home. Like, uh-huh. like they're constantly just redefining what definitely will happen. At, at I feel a, at like the editors left that in because they know, I mean, clearly they know what's going to happen with Yaya. And they're like, oh, you're going to have something to say if the panel says something to you? All right. Cool. Let's see what's about to happen. Fun. <laughs> so we go to panel. And- it should be noted. Oh. The Tyra finally looks gorgeous at panel. She's got these beautiful earrings on. The whole outfit is good. It's the big gold round ones, right? Mm -hmm. Her hair is small. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of 
pulled she back. She looks stunning. She never really has Finally. to come behind the panel. Yeah, and she looks great. And I'll say this. Most of her panel looks in Japan way better. Yes. It's as if someone... Better. The, the, this is the best This one. is the best, though. I, I'm saying generally yeah. better than the mess we've had. <laughs> and I truly wonder if some designer was providing her in outfits Japan. in America, mm-hmm. or the opposite, or one or the other, and that's why she, like... There was some sponsorship that was happening. Because this yeah. is... It's as if Tyra got a makeover, almost. Yeah. And the makeup becomes very different in Japan. Yes. yes. Her makeup style changes a lot. Yep. So we have... Let's talk about our new panel space. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the no shoes allowed. No shoes allowed. There are so many paper sliding doors in this place <laughs> that I assume lead to nowhere. Nowhere. And they do that thing that starts becoming classic. And I noted it for you, Alexander, since we talked about last time, that they flip the panel... And Janice is also flipped. Yep, yep, she's by the uh, monitor. Mm-hmm. I think and I she, truly think it's a vision thing. It's a vision thing, so she doesn't have to wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. But because of that, Nigel's also on that side and whatever. And I never noticed that the judges flipped, too. I always yeah. just knew that they, like... It's as if I like the toilets running one way have to run the other <laughs> way. And they're like, it has to be flipped. We're in a different country. I would also like to point out that I'm officially back on Sexy Watch. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Because he's been just... Nigel he's Barker just has Nigel only Barker. been noted. Noted. For so long Fashion photographer, that I'm yeah. keeping my ear out for when he's finally sexy again. Yeah. But uh, uh, Zente is back, mm-hmm. the the director. With an actual translator. With a new interpreter, Uichu. Uichu? Uichu. 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 Yeah. Because that other woman was clearly not a translator. I also feel like Tyra didn't know that woman was there. It, <laughs> it's so strange. So many Because they, they have to be like, he has a trans. The director doesn't speak any English. And also, I'll say this, we end up going to a lot of countries over the many, many cycles of Top Model. This feels like a country that Tyra does have a lot of reverence for. Yeah. Well, because as she we says, find out later, she goes there a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was about to say, and also, she drops a decent amount of Japanese throughout these episodes. Yeah. She does. And when she says that the pronunciation sounds pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not bad. It's just a, like, sometimes it's like... We're going to Holland, a little Holland girl, little Dutch girl. <laughs> you're like, yay. And you're oh, like, no. I don't. Tyra does give zero Fs about the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> Japan, like, yeah. She likes well. Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have my favorite of all time panel challenge oh ever. Oh, my God. This Umeboshi. A classic. Oh, my God. Umeboshi. And a challenge that I feel like basically actually impacts the competition yeah the challenge is so much more important than the commercial i feel like yep. almost yeah almost and it's almost just another commercial mm-hmm. yeah it's because the, I well, almost, they're also watching it on the tv right that's what i think because you were saying hannah that the campbell soup was so jank yeah and i feel like it's because that one was so jank that this panel challenge almost seems like at the same level yeah. as the uh-huh. campbell soup challenge even when, even when they go back and watch the footage of the campbell's ads they're just using the footage that the show took. Yeah, it's, it's not... not even whatever they were filming that day. It's weird. It's all in one take, Ugh. one angle. It's so weird. So Anna's first, and she eats it no problem. Oh, should we explain? Umaboshi is a pickled plum Japanese thing. I've eaten it. I like it. It's not bad. It's weird. Pickled it's... plum didn't sound that bad. bad. It's sweet a little bit salty, yeah. and a little salty. Mm-hmm. It's definitely has a weird texture. Just like you, Alex. Mm, thank you. <laughs> And this lovely nut mix. <laughs> but it, it's not as bad as a lot of these girls seem to think of it. But Anna puts it in her mouth, no problem. She's fine in the commercial. Ready to do these kind of things. Because, again, Anne's pretty decent live. Mm-hmm. And Anne will just do it. Yes. Yeah. Nicole, she'll put anything in her mouth. 
but she can't pronounce the word umabashi. She cannot say umabashi. She says umabashi. Like she umabashi. says so many weird variations. Okay. But there's a couple of like blocking things that were clearly on this teleprompter uh-huh. because at the end we get to see a many of them do a thumbs up. Nicole is still holding everything while she does her thumbs up. So it's like her thumb is just with the chopsticks and it's the most awkward. I'll say this. I don't necessarily agree with the elimination that happens, but Nicole failed this challenge. But there's someone who failed it. it So Amanda's next. And the only thing I remember is her eyebrow is so cocked this whole time. It's just like at the back of her forehead. She was just ready to do a sly version of this. She always, she gets so sly whenever she has to, she makes everything sexual. Amanda, whenever she has to, she's like, "Mm, Campbell's soup. I don't know. Like that's always Mm, Maboshi. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda is a sexual bee. She is. Mm-hmm. Sexual magic. Jaw Wolf bee. came very, uh, very honestly. <laughs> Eva's next, and she does my favorite, where she goes, mmm. Like, there's this, like, mm hmm. I thought she mostly nailed it, though. I, think she I does thought too. she really made up for the poor performance. But I love Narelle talking with her mouthful of <laughs> Umaboshi. Oh <my> <laughs> Why? And she's like, mmm, Umaboshi. And she has to like push it away with her tongue. Like, umaboshi. So, weeshi. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. But she does this like, mm, with her eyes rolling back in her head. I think she sells it the most. She struggles through eating it, but she's super cute the yeah. whole time. And this is kind of what you would hire Narelle for. Oh, also, yeah. I'm going to start this conversation now and we'll continue to our next episode. Narelle should do very well in Japan yes. because in general, while she's not, she looks very she presents as a very Anglo Asian American woman almost in yeah. some ways. Yeah. An anime character. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the hair, it's her Powerpuff girl come to life. Yeah. So it really feels like going to Japan was one of those things where from a production standpoint almost seemed like they were setting her up to go further. Right. Because she should nail all of this because every Japanese person that meets her loves her her. Mm -hmm. they're like you're what we would hire yeah and then we get to yaya and she classic top model has the best read it is she has the best read i think very natural no i thought the opposite i thought because here's i don't know the words but here's yaya reading this Mm, uh, has umaboshi umaboshi Mm, umaboshi wow yes this is good like every word (laughs) is like elongated in a way that this made this 15 second commercial three minutes she also at a certain point when she does really badly starts trying to yell through it it's like maybe if i'm loud enough they won't notice what i've done because she gets to the end of commercial holds up the plate with the umaboshi on it and gives a thumbs up and then tyra is like and now you eat it because there's no such thing as a commercial where a girl doesn't eat the product i have never in my life seen yeah so Yaya eats it. Sort of. Sort of. Starts crying. Starts chewing and making, crying, but also doing weird orgasmic giggling sounds. (laughs) (laughs) She picks her head up. She's like, her chin's fully to camera. And then she does this graceful swoop to the side and spits it out into a bowl. And she goes so low over the bowl that I think she thought that, like, she could get behind the table and they wouldn't see her, which is also a very low table. Yeah, they're like sitting on the ground, essentially. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. There's no way it's going to happen. And it was so funny. And then all the musical stings in the world. Boom. <laughs> all the panel just horrified. And Yaya says, so it was a very reactionary 
flippant decision. And I thought, those aren't the right words. Um, I think reactionary was fine. Flippant? Flippant's not how you use <laughs> well, that. Janice, just to twist the knife, because Janice will always twist a knife, goes, how was it? <laughs> and she's like, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. Which, if you had swallowed it, would have been a cute answer. Yes. But not when you spit it out. No. Mm-mm. Also, I'm sorry. It wasn't that bad, I bet. No. no, it wasn't. I've eaten it. It's not that bad. No, sorry. It's a little weird. I will say this, too. I'm Look, some people have stronger gag reflexes. Some people just can't taste interesting food. I'm surprised with Yaya, with all her education and seeming worldliness. Mm-hmm. She says she's traveled the world. That a weird food is something... Like, this is how my mom eats sushi. Like, she's just like, she'll try it and be like, no, I don't like it. Like, I literally one time had my mom spit out a a sushi roll into a Diet Coke. Like, she's just, because they just like too. It's too foreign. To her, it's the, I don't want to say that. Well, no, like foreign to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. Raw fish is just not something that she can conceptualize. In her senses. Yes, exactly. But Mm -hmm. for someone that is so worldly she has no respeto for this omoboshi oh my god no respeto i I can't believe they don't make her apologize to the omoboshi (laughs) (laughs) come back and apologize to that plum (laughs) (laughs) we picked out that plum rebecca just appears again (laughs) i picked out that plum that plum is fashion from century 21 (laughs) so we move on to the uh Critiques. Critiques. It which feels like this is the longest judging panel in the world, is, by the uh, way. Uh, we also be. learn that apparently, I think this is the first time, that mm-hmm. Ava has called Anne Banan. Banana. 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 And sometimes mm-hmm. just Banan. Banan. Anna mm-hmm. Banana. But this is the first time we've heard it. It becomes a, a thing she calls oh. her all the time. She starts saying it as if it's her name. Like, she'll just say, start saying Banana Banana. Yeah. yeah. So Eva's at first, <laughs> and she is horrible. In the commercial. In the commercial, for sure. And she says and she that, does this thing where she's like, she can tell how bad she is, and it's she's making her brows become so furrowed yeah, the most that there's like furrowed. a deep comma in the middle of her forehead, and it's like, oh, honey, this would have been so better, so much better if you just relaxed Relax your, your eyebrows. Face. Yeah, she's also of all of them, I feel like the most obviously like reading off a cue card. Mm. Like everyone else is looks up and, but she just only stares at the cue, cue card, card, which is at somewhat of a low angle. Yeah, yeah. She looks really pretty. She also says that she sounds Chinese. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> oh, no, oh. no, no. The the, the director translator. and the translator says that it sounds like she's speaking Chinese, Chinese. and not Japanese. <laughs> Which is rough. Yeah. Uh, next up is Anne, who is fine, but she's talking out of the side of her mouth. Yeah, and they clock her for it, too. They're like, you need to make your face more pretty. <laughs> The most beautiful Tyra woman does in the a world. great impression. Because as we learned, Tyra's pretty good with impressions. Yeah, she is. And she does a side mouth thing that I was like, yeah, that's exactly how she was talking. Which is almost a shame because I'm not a big Anne fan. I don't think any of the three of us Anne are. Stan. But I, I was like, it's nice that she's good at something. But then when you see the commercial, she wasn't even that great at it. No. no. And I was like, oh, I kind of wanted her to have like one thing. The victory, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Narelle's up next. It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. It's not good. She's good. They say that she's good with the umaboshi, but it's it's rough. Her Campbell soup. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, it was it was was it with Eva or Narelle? Because Tyra said you didn't even say the English part right, and Tyra's yeah. actually like shook. <laughs> I think it was Narelle. Yeah. But you know, she's her face once again takes makeup so well. She's mm-hmm. the only one that doesn't look like a crazy person in this makeup. Yeah. 
You know what's interesting about this commercial in general that I wanted to point out earlier but I forgot about because we could even get to see a list of it? Unlike a lot of top model commercial scenarios, they got multiple takes. Yeah, yeah, true. And they were taking notes about the multiple takes as if theoretically they would have put something together. Right. I wonder if in Japan these are still running. <laughs> oh my god, I oh hope god. so. For Campbell's <laughs> Campbell Select. Tapumataru wa. <laughs> washitashi. Suzuki, Suzuki Washitashi. <laughs> no. Uh, Amanda's up next, and it has my second, like, if I had to pick a different quote for this episode, Ooh. which was, I look like an onion with two eyes. Ears. Ears on <laughs> two, an onion. Two ears on an onion. Two ears on an onion. Which she, had, she, does. she had my least favorite commercial. It's bad. It's so weird. Like, first of all, it's not her fault that it's, it's in the dark. dark outside. <laughs> and that she is a light bulb of a human. But she looks terrible. She looks really bad. And she, like, clearly thinks she's doing well. And it's not good yeah yeah this is weird but again it's one of those things that because it is so and in case you haven't seen the episode when we say it's at night we don't mean it's darker pitch black pitch black we mean the background is just black mm-hmm. like they put a backdrop up like yeah, as if Blair it's a Witch, green screen Blair Witch Campbell's leg <laughs> Uh, Yaya's up next. They can't even talk about her Campbell Soup commercial because they just are so focused on the umeboshi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also her Campbell Soup commercial is like one of the more average They ones. talk about, well, they say how they're like, uh, Janice is like, oh my God, you were so slow. <laughs> it was she a 30 was. second spot and it felt like it lasted forever. <laughs> and that's what she did with the umeboshi. Mm-hmm. She just speaks slow because she thinks that is emphasizing the words. That's how an intelligent person speaks. But they say that you're supposed to swallow that product as an actress, which kind of as an skeeved, actress, which kind of skeeved me out a yeah, bit. That's fair. Swallow that product. The way that Nole talks to these women is often problematic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we have a nonsense storyline that yep. comes because then Tyra goes, "Oh my god, we forgot about Nicole." Well, they said they act like they're about to. Um, transition transition and then she's like oh we, and there's nicole we forgot about nicole bullshit, bullshit. the only bullshit which, okay here's mm-hmm. the thing i'm on, also on team bs however it is when i rewatched it because i remember it being like tyra just saying it herself but she does start and then it's no lay in a couple of people being like oh blah, 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 nicole so it was a pretty well done BS. Better than I gave it credit for originally. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think that it's Tyra it's going. Tyra. Tyra going, I'm mm-hmm. going to make it so we forget about Nicole. So this is how we get Nicole out. Oh. Yeah. I think they needed to like gin up the storyline. Because I think they realized we're like, Nicole's not going to win. We don't want Nicole to win. Also, Nicole has no conflict. And clearly None. there's conflicts a brewing. And that's what we want to focus yep. on. Also, yep. she is standing in almost darkness because she's positioned behind Yaya and she's not lit well like everyone else. But what else. I mean is I think it's uh, no. it's this whole ploy mm-hmm. to get Nicole off the show. Well, that's what I mean. But I even think where they made her stand. Where they sure. Her. Like everything was put together to give a reason to have Nicole off the show, which is so odd because on a rewatch of this cycle, Nicole is one of our collective favorites. Yeah. And she hasn't presented as much personality, but she felt like she should at least be top four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, For sure. it's n- nonsense. Yeah. Also, when they do give her her critique, Nole says something to her about, um, you really should have learned more about the Umaboshi. And I'm like, when? <laughs> <laughs> when was Umaboshi going to be taught? When was she going to learn about this? <laughs> On the Campbell Soup commercial? 
like while she's standing there watching everybody else do it. Maybe it was umaboshi flavored Campbell's soup. Oh. <laughs> Which is why that soup looked so nasty when they uh, showed the picture of it. it oh, was, Tyra also. Yeah, that wasn't a Campbell's chunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyra, I think this is in when their discussion. <laughs> they had one kid in case Takara made it to Japan. <laughs> They're like, everyone else get Campbell's legs. You, Takara. Get Campbell's chunky. <laughs> and your words are, you're actually going to play Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> God, it totally would have happened. Oh, right. So, it's a Kenya elephant moment. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so in discussion, Tyra uses chutzpah. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I wrote. And then she asked if that's right, and they're more, like, no. <laughs> Tyra needs to learn more about chutzpah. A, she pronounces it wrong. B, it's not what the girl has. No, it's not. <laughs> Also, she used the word schlep earlier, and Janice said, I don't schlep anywhere. <laughs> yeah, did, did Tyra, like, make a Jewish friend? <laughs> yeah, meet a Jewish person. It was like, I learned new fun words. Chutzpah. Chutzpah. Mitzvah. I don't remember who she's talking about when she's even discussing the, com- yes, the concept of, of chutzpah, but I was like, A, it's not how you pronounce it. B, it's not what it means. <laughs> it's like lock What piece. does it mean? Chutzpah, like balls. Yeah, you got, oh, you got a lot ball. of nerve. Yeah, nerve. How did she use it? I forget. Oh, she just was like, that person has chutzpah. Is that how it said? Chutzpah? But she, and and Nolay was, of all people, in one of the few moments where he was great, was like, no. no. <laughs> Tyra, stop. Also, oh my God, you know who didn't make it to Japan? Empress Minnie! <laughs> well, they would let her in the country. Oh, maybe because she would have had to be quarantined. Yeah. They quarantine or maybe she's animals quarantined. sometimes. <laughs> but that's where you're an empress is in Japan. <laughs> I never realized that. Empress Minnie, where are you? <gasps> where in the world is Empress Minnie? <laughs> oh my god, Empress Minnie, watch. <laughs> we have to figure out when she's alive. <laughs> we also She'll be back. we also have this Tokyo disaster, typhoon, buffoon, cocoa puff. This is mess. oh my god! Oh my god! The judges start to try to do metaphors in this episode, and it is not okay. <sighs> Nigel also says that Nicole needs to have an out of body experience. Yeah, does that mean sex with you, <laughs> Nigel? I mean, Nicole would be down, but the point is, <laughs> Nicole's down for anything. The, no, I this think, is, the think judges... out of body experience is how I would say come to Jesus moment. Sure, uh, maybe they're just really bad at metaphors, though. Yeah. But I mean, like... that is not what it means. <laughs> When he describes, when someone describes, uh, it's Eva, right? It's a Cocoa Puff? Cocoa Puff mess. I was just like, what do you I mean? Huh? Is that bad? Typhoon, buffoon. We love Cocoa Puff. Cocoa Puff mess. Yeah, it was very weird. <laughs> when did Cocoa Puffs come into this? Yeah. Don't disrespect Cocoa Puffs. So we get to the call-out order. And once again... Ugh. This is when, though, with the call-out order, before you we go over it, this is when Tyra starts... Giving everyone like a full critique, yeah, essentially, yes. mostly to eat up time in the episode, right? Because we have there's less people, there's f- far fewer people, and also because from now until the finale, the judges always seem very disappointed, yeah, because mm. we don't have a real good spoiler, we don't have a really good moment of like everyone doing well and it being competitive. Mostly now, it's always picking out who was the least bad, which is a weird look for the show when this are your proposed top best people, yeah, you know? yeah. So, first call out is Anne. Which, sure, I guess. She had, a, she had her best week. Yeah. Then Eva. Who looks so shocked while also trying not to look shocked at the same time. Yeah. Like, her is... eyes get huge, and then she's like, just take it, just take it, just walk forward and take it. This might be the first reported instance of someone being gooped. Because <laughs> <laughs> Eva is shocked in a way that Nicole was shocked when she got first call out. And they're like, like oh. Yeah. Hmm? 
We disagree. Then Narelle, which is fine. Whatever. Amanda. And oh, then it's shit. Yaya versus Nicole, who was fine. Yeah. Nicole, who was fine, it was put out there because, quote unquote, she's not memorable because both Sandy and Tyra. Bullshit. Forgot her. Forgot her as a human being. And obviously Nicole goes home and Yaya stays. Except Yaya better find the nearest bakery, bakery. in Japan and eat a piece of humble pie. Does Japan make humble pie? Burn. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's made out of red bean stuff. It's umaboshi. Uh, yeah. And also, mm, afterwards, she has to apologize to that pie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just is constantly apologizing to inanimate objects yeah. now. Um, Nicole leaves, and it's it's sad, sad for a couple reasons. One, because she's in that fucking capsule hotel, <sighs> and it like shows her in the dark streets of Tokyo. It actually seems like someone who has become homeless. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like cute like the other exits are. It's weird, and she kind of doesn't have anything to say because. Oh, what is she going to say? She got to for yeah. a bullshit reason that was totally fabricated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, she just seemed sad. She was like, I knew going into it that, uh, you know, apparently I was going to get sent home and I'm really sad and I'm really proud that I've been here. And yeah, it's just a bummer of an elimination. She should not have gone home. No. Yeah, really I should have gone weird. home. I would have even like gone for sending Amanda home. I think Amanda had a very yeah. poor week. Yeah. Yeah, this almost seemed like the time to send Amanda home. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she doesn't do well in anything, and she also looks the worst out of anybody. Yeah. You know what I will say, though? I bet being going last and being in the dark was very hard for her to read those two cards. I think they maybe gave her a little bit of like leeway, leeway with that because it, it, it was ridiculous like you you know it's gonna have yeah, a man go, go early <laughs> she literally can't see yeah yeah um so do we want to talk about yeah let's what talk our about nicole bisexual beauty Ugh. oh my god yes Still out there. um so her name is nicole barud mm-hmm. b-o-r-u-d barud yeah um and she was originally from seattle which I feel Makes like sense. we just didn't get a lot we didn't, of. We got none of that. <laughs> yeah. And um, so she, once she was eliminated, she relocated to San Clement, California. San Clemente. Sure. California. <laughs> and um, I also do, I need it pronounced phonetically. This is my Campbell Soup commercial. It's <laughs> Nicole's bio. Yeah. Hyphenetically. Um, sand hyphen Clemente. <laughs> Hyphenetically sounds like high Valerian. Oh. Oh. Hi, phonetics. She didn't pursue modeling at all. She went straight into acting. That being said, I can't find (gasps) on IMDb. Oh, no. She doesn't seem like she has. The only credit on IMDb is for. Could it be she's under a different name? Maybe. Um, That being said, I am almost certain that I found her. Yes. Her Instagram. Um, But I feel like it's definitely her and she definitely still look cute i'll show you a picture in just a little bit mm-hmm. um she's now both like blonde and pink haired okay oh, okay very few i'm gonna follow her right now very few followers <laughs> um i feel like she just didn't actually pursue anything yeah that's the vibe sure. i get had a regular her, life her bio <gasps> is a real treat on instagram oh, though. Yes, please. i'm gonna tell you which words are capitalized Ooh, i capital Want you to capital blow my mind. 
Come at me with knowledge. Oh, she she get, try to get that D and that V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on me with knowledge, please. And those Come Bs. on me with knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she cute. She very she cute. She looks different. Oh my she god, looks she looks so different. She looks very different. Yeah, but I think she was just one of our people that just was like, nah, this is not for me. Yeah. Well, she basically got told, like, we don't like your personality. That's a rough one to hear. Yeah. And she only, st- uh, she also isn't very active on Instagram. She's only, she's been on since 2013 and she has like 20 pictures. So <laughs> it's not like. Right. She's not hustling. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nicole, we always liked you. We love you, Nicole. Still would. Definitely still would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nicole, you're one of those people that I didn't remember a lot about, but on a revisit. You're great. Great contestant. Yeah. Great fun. Also, you know, you weren't, I guess you, you were the first in the show's canon bisexual contestant. True. Right. That's super cool. And, you know. Although I, I know Adrian was down to fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, that also was something that didn't get explored other than the audition episode. So. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that that didn't even make it into a storyline. You would think. That would have been something. Nope. Even Show if it was just, just didn't want to give her storylines. No. They just they truly. Just, they just used her for narration. And if you think we can get it, you should follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. at, at Thwarp Inc. That's T-H-W-O-R-P-I-N-C. And uh, for all our info, and if you're a previous top model contestant, please, please do that. Please reach out. Come see me at my bar. Yes. Just <laughs> be like Ebony. Please. Uh, and also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love it. We love you. All reach out. Reach out. Send, reach out and touch, touch this. this. <laughs> so for Pod Leadum, I've been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crop. And we'll see you on top. Pod Leadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of the respective trademark and copyright holders.